Hey guys, welcome to the Gusnov Show. I'm your host, Jimmy Gusnov. Um, quick, quick idea. I just wanted to blot down there. What was it about? Oh yeah, consumerism is a. It's a. It's a parasitic pattern in our economic system or any I'd say any system that doesn't generate wealth and it doesn't pioneer anything it's a it's just waste it's an attempt to extract as much money from people in the present as possible while while essentially just wasting resources yeah i mean it's like it's like this it's like you have a bunch of you you collect a bunch of firewood right and you could well (laughs) you could sell you could sell like uh Let's say you're you're selling the firewood or or whatever, you know you could you could either just give someone just a normal piece of you know wood or something like that that they can use, or let's say you you like compress like two pieces of wood into one and and. I guess you it's let's let's say it uh it burns at the same rate but you can maybe like charge them more for it or something like that. You know, it doesn't really do anything but you're basically wasting materials. Uh, and I it's it's similar. It makes the metaphor makes sense because with consumerism, you know, instead of just making a really good shirt or a really good this or that, right? You're making multiple of them to do the same job. You know? And, you know, each individual thing might cost less, but the entire thing costs more. And you're just wasting materials. And, and when your entire economic system is based off of that, well, then, then you're, you're spending, like, you're, the, the, you know, a significant total of humanity's efforts suddenly go into basically, you know, redundant and unnecessary trinket making rather than, you know, pioneering and expanding our limits, you know, because what we should be doing is, you know, being pioneers, radically being on the limits of of where humanity is instead of, you know, stagnating what we should be doing is you know seeing how far we could get with things you know while still be being responsible while still you know not not taking things too far but you know trying to see how far we can venture you know and also expanding as much as we can in a responsible way to, you know, fill the, fill the voids that are out there, you know, 
we shouldn't be content with saying, oh, you know, we're, we're, we're enough. We've, we've, we've made it this far. This is a good place to stop. It's like, well, you know, if you, if you think that there aren't pioneer or there aren't places to pioneer or there aren't any new horizons, then you aren't looking hard enough because the universe is, the observable universe is billions of light years across. What we can reach right now with our technology is, you know, we can we reach, we can reach millions of miles away, right? We could probably start building in places and doing like in crazy things. And and at every point in human history, there will always be new frontiers and new places to pioneer. The only thing that. Uh, there's always a frontier. The only thing that's stopping us is ourselves, I believe. I mean, just look at the look at look at the the world. You have you have multiple basically no go zones for humanity where where we have barely even dipped our toe into right, like Greenland, Antarctic. Antarctica, central, the central part of South America, um, the Sahara, the uh, Himalayan mountains, Siberia. I mean, these are just some places that we haven't even tapped into. How about, how about like the ocean floor? How about, how about, you know, the ocean surface? We could build. We could build. We could build cities on ocean surfaces if we wanted to. Well, and we we can with, you know, we can now. What about uh? What about flo- What about the air? What about floating cities? You know what? Low Earth orbit. You know the moon. Other you know orbital periods, Lagrange points, asteroids, Mars. O'Neill cylinders, like these are all places that that we should start going into and expanding into because they are, you know, un, unsettled territory that if you're looking at also the, the, the energy of these areas, like there's, there's really nothing there, you know, open ocean, there's like almost no energy going into those areas. So so if you're going to say, "Oh, because of environmental reasons we shouldn't go there." It's like, well, it's not being used by the environment right now. Not not really. So what's your point, sweetheart? Why don't we why don't we build on Greenland? Why don't we build in Antarctica? Why don't we build in the uh in the oceans in the Sahara? You know? And you could say, oh, well, it's, it's, it's hard. It's impossible. We can't do it. We can't build there. We can't build there. It's just too hard and it's not practical. Oh. That is the most, I don't know, that is the biggest cop-out and the smallest way of thinking you could possibly have. To look at a frontier... To say that's an untamable frontier. It's impossible for humanity to go there. You know, 
is there is there a physical law of the universe that is preventing us from colonizing Antarctica? Is there a law of the universe preventing us from colonizing Greenland? I don't think so. I think it's absurd to say so. And in, if there's a challenge, if there's ever... What I've learned in, in, in several years of engineering is if there's a challenge, you know, out there. And if your first, if your first response is to just say, oh, it's too hard, oh, I'm just not going to... Well, then, 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 I don't know, you just haven't thought about the challenge very much. And, and, and sure, if, if your con- concept could be, oh, you know what? Well, if, if you have a certain idea of what the solution should look like before thinking about, like, how do we, you know, how do we expand into these new pioneered territories? If, you're, if your idea is, uh, you know, if you have an, a, a, oh, this is what the solution should look like before thinking about the solution, you know, and brainstorming, then you're setting yourself up for failure. Because maybe the solution is something that you didn't think of to begin with. So, my my point, essentially, is that pioneering these frontiers on Earth, and then in space, because we need to probably feel like we need to get good at colonizing Earth first before we colonize space, but we should probably do both at the same time too as well, but, but we can't just ignore earth because it's probably, uh, we'll probably get very good on earth before we get very good in space, I'd say. Or, well, let me backtrack. It's probably, well, my point is it's, it's an inevitability of us to, to, expand into harsh environments and once i mean if we're able to to colonize space then we'll be able to colonize other places on earth no problem so there really isn't a reason for us not to start colonizing those places on earth now while you know the 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 space travel problem is still being solved you know how do we how do we make getting into space, you know, more affordable. That's still kind of, we're still solving that problem. So why, why not in the meantime, solve the habitation problem? You know, how do we survive in a very inhospitable environment? Um, and, and not just, a, not just a few people, right. But, but, you know, tens of thousands, millions of people, Because we should have millions of people on the moon and in other places, you know, as a, as a backup in case Earth gets hit by a gamma ray burst or something else, you know, or, or an asteroid or, you know, no, if there's a mass die off on Earth, which could happen, we need to have a backup. Well, that, that's, I guess, one just there's 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 a lot of justifications for leaving Earth, but I mean, I don't know. I'm assuming you're smart, so you, you've thought about this, so I don't need to tread on it, but anyway, 
expanding into new territory and finding out how to make it profitable for you, I believe is uh, something that doesn't seem like it'll have a payoff in the short term, but in the long term, it has incredible payoff. Like imagine, imagine what it must have been like for the pioneers in America, right? Basically a, a more or less completely undeveloped continent. And these, these pilgrims from Britain, they saw, you know, a, a, a barren country. And over the course of, you know, a few hundred years created the, probably one of the most important places in the entire world in the entire history of the world with an incredible amount of economic productivity you know from what was a pretty you know harsh place and and think about like you had to think really long term for this stuff you, you, and you kind of had to trust that you know it'll work out because they left you know the the how would you say it the wealth of Europe to go into poverty in, in America. And that's, I think we're going to have to do the same thing going forward into the future. We're going to have to go into a, uh, areas with a poverty of resources, you know, like the Sahara or, or Antarctica or Greenland or whatever, you know, deep, deep into those places. And then learn how to how to adapt and to build, you know, civilizations there. Which I think is very possible. But anyway. Our technology now, I would say, definitely allows us to do that. You could say, oh, well, we don't have enough... There's no energy, you know? Granted, yeah. There's very little energy in these places. Like Greenland and Antarctica, right? But what do we have? We have nuclear power, right? Maybe these these areas need to be somewhat re- reliant on trade to, to begin. Or maybe they don't. Maybe they can do it through via mining, Right? But then again, Antarctica has a several kilometer high ice sheet, which could be a problem in some areas, but some areas the ice is thinner. So anyway, um, but, but these, these are things that could be solved. I would say these are definitely things that could be solved. And, but, but, and, and, and if you, if you don't, if you don't believe that, then well, look, look, what's the alternative? The alternative is, I mean, if we can't, if we can't inhabit you know, pretty tame areas on Earth compared to, you know, some of the, you know, just basic places outside of our solar system. You know, Mars, the moon, any of the other moons around, you know, the Jovian and Saturn systems. I mean, if we can't, if we can't colonize the places here... It'll be impossible for us to colonize other areas. You know, the logistics would just be insane if, if we can't even do it here. So, so 
I don't know. If you if you see a path in our future towards extraterrestrial colonization, which is, I mean, a very common and a very, you know, it's a rational, and I'd say, very likely thing. Then we're going to be colonizing every every place on Earth is is free real estate for that. Most likely. Anyway, I think that's uh, I think that's that. But thanks for listening. Uh, check out check out goosenov.com for for stuff on there. There's, uh, yeah, there's lots of stuff. Just cool merch. Really, really, I don't know. I'd, I, I've bought stuff from my site. So you guys, you guys should consider it. Consider it too. Also, I got a Gumroad, which is basically like Patreon. So you can check that out through goosenov.com as well. And you can find a bunch of my content on there. I would highly recommend it. But, uh, yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed. And I'll see you in the next episode. Peace.